And welcome, once again, to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter, at Bob McDonald. And joining me is my co-host, Jimmy Lemke. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good morning, or whenever you're listening. Good time of day to the listeners of the Horizon Roundtable podcast. And Jimmy can be found on Twitter, at PantherU, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at HorizonRT. Um, before we get started, uh, Jimmy, obviously we want to have uh, we want to share with everybody, and I know we've been talking a little bit about it on Twitter, uh, yeah. programming notes uh, mm-hmm. next week and the week after, uh, our two episodes for our second annual Fan Battle Royale. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with this last year, Jimmy. I know you unfortunately weren't... Uh, weren't with us last year, but uh, you'll 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 be with us this year. And I was I was part of it on a small level on the the second time. I mean, this is like the this is the annual one. This, this is like is, the big one. Yeah, this is the this is the postseason. Everybody's not yeah. So um, I, I will say will, this: Will I have to step in for Purdue Fort Wayne fans because the Horizon League's probably going to add Purdue Fort Wayne? Um, not yet. Um, I'm kidding. I have no idea. Actually, you thing. mean Fort Wayne and Fort Wayne and, and Southern Indiana because those are probably going to be the two that gets added in, probably. Oh, I cool! Think. Yet I another Bruce Pearl school. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, uh, I will say this: um, we are still. We actually, oddly enough, Jimmy, we are still looking for uh, for fans for this. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Car- it doesn't sound like Carrick Jones is going to be able to represent Detroit Mercy this year. Uh, in the, at this uh, at this this fan battle royale, so we are looking for a Detroit Mercy fan. I know you guys are. Maybe out get there. like uh, yeah, maybe we get like Mike Lee or somebody. Yeah, may, may, oh, may sorry, that Mike, we could get Mike. We could get Ben Lee. We could get uh, Ray McCallum Senior is not busy because he just got bounced out of the tournament at Georgia State. Um, and he may actually, and incidentally, he may be looking for, he may be going to, and, uh, they just announced that Ron Hunter is taking the job at Tulane, so he may actually go with... No way, really? Yes, yes. Wow. He, yeah, I thought... So much of a better job. Don't look at me, man, I have no idea. All I know is that apparently Ron Hunter is going to, going to Tulane, so, uh... um, I have some breaking news, too. What's that? Uh, Walmart in Wisconsin carries French Toast Crunch, so that's what I'm eating in the background. French Toast Crunch, is that a variation of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, except everything looks like tiny little pieces of French toast. Okay, all right. And um, it's, not, it's phenomenal. It's like, it's not, it's, it's less like, it's not as much like Cinnamon Toast Crunch Okay. as it tastes like, um... What's that yellow box cereal? Uh, corn pops. I don't know. Maybe corn pops. I don't know. By the end of this podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna figure out what it is. Yeah, you're gonna have to Let's do that. Yeah, because yeah, if, uh, if it's at your Walmart, there's there's probably gonna I can probably find it at mine. I wouldn't doubt in the uh, in Northeast Ohio somewhere. Uh, right. So I, I may be on the lookout for that. Now I may be. However, I am more of a fruity pebbles guy. So. Um, do, really. So I don't know. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Ron Hunter's at Ron Hunter's at Tulane. Obviously, it has nothing to do with us. Um, there may be some coaching changes, however, around that may affect the Horizon League potentially. We could talk a little bit about that later. Um, but um, obviously, the most important thing that's going on right now is is in fact the postseason. 
um, where you had Northern Kentucky in the NCAA tournament, you had Wright State in the NIT, and you actually also had two Horizon League schools and the CIT, uh, Green Bay and IUPUI. Um, and only one remains. <laughs> only Green Bay is, is still alive. And we'll... we'll, we'll so that that's uh, and they're they're, they're going to play this week. So the CIT. Yes, the CIT. Um, I'm officially labeling the CIT the Whack a Mole Tournament um, because because you, you don't know when it's going to pop up. I like that. You don't know when it's going to pop up, and then once you figure out where it pops up, it's gone and it's somewhere else. <laughs> that's exactly that's what great. it is. Um, also, really kind of wish that. Also, the fact that and, it, and, it, and I must also mention it remains the only tournament where you actually have to have. You actually have to have – you can only watch it on your web browser at watchcit.com. So that's that's fun. So I'm like, okay, uh, nobody wanted to invest in a Roku channel or something. I don't know. But that's what's I going on. A Roku channel would be great. I've got a Roku TV now. Oh, you do now? And okay. I, I do. I got a – I got. it's a TCL. Yes. Asachi Takumpo told me to buy it. Yes. So I act like that was a so, – personal conversation and not that I saw a commercial and I was already <laughs> looking at I was already looking at a TCL TV and I'm like that's that's punching my ticket I'm buying that TV it's actually been really good yeah yeah the TCL has been uh, has had had those Roku TVs out for a while now I just I've always had the, I've always just had the set top box for Roku but again th- it, this would be a perfect opportunity for collegeinsider.com to invest in their own dedicated Roku channel because they could do stuff all all across the year, and then you know once you know the CIT comes along, hey, there you go. But apparently that's uh, that's not what's going on. Um, I mean, they have a partner. Obviously, they have a partnership with CBS Sports because I believe because this is the uh, the CIT is the, the the tournament that when we get a little further along, they're going to start uh, broadcasting those on CBS Sportsnet. So um, we're crossing our fingers for uh, for Green Bay to to to, to be. To be the participant in that, so uh, once once oh, yeah. those games, uh, they absolutely yes, they they can definitely do that. Um, so so we'll go ahead and, we'll go ahead and better. start with them first. Um, you know we we we'll, yep. we can talk a little bit about kind of Northern Kentucky and uh, uh, or you know let, let's let, let's touch let's on. Talk, let's talk with the Green Bay. Let's talk with the Green Bay. Let's talk about Green Bay. I mean, let's start with, start with Happy News first. Let's start with Happy News first. Um, yeah, Green Bay. Uh, was the yeah the their first whole thing with the uh, they were able to they played on one they played on Wednesday against East Tennessee State um, they were the, yeah it, it was kind of a it was a pretty high scoring affair I mean this is a you, you had a, I mean that was it was definitely something um, to watch Green Bay kind of pour it on um, they ended up winning the game one hundred two ninety four. Um, Man, you're gonna. We're gonna miss. We're really gonna miss Sandy Cohen because this this guy is something. This guy is definitely still something special. I mean, he got see to see him. Got to see him a lot. Yeah. In uh, in Milwaukee because he played at Marquette. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and then not. And, I mean, sincerely, it is. Out. I mean, and sincerely, that it, it's gonna be. I, I'm gonna be very interested to see how you know the, how Green Bay kind of. Um, adjust to not having him on the roster anymore once he graduates. I mean, he he, he chipped in twenty nine um, against uh, Eastern ETSU, 
and you know he he was able to chip in uh, six assists as well. So he, he definitely, you know, he, if there was any dispute that Sandy Cohen was the was, I mean, there there was there's there should have been no dispute that that Sandy Cohen is, is kind of the the driving force uh, behind Green Bay this year. Um, and, and again, they live to fight another day. Uh, so this Tuesday, um, yeah, so so the whack-a-mole, we, we've located the last whack-a-mole, the next whack-a-mole. It's going to be on Tuesday. It's going to be at 7 o'clock, yeah. and they're, they're, they're actually, the, the Phoenix are actually hosting a, a CIT game. Uh, they're playing Florida International. And what's interesting about that is they're actually going to be uh, in the Crest Center today, this, this time around. Uh, not their usual home. So they're going to be uh, the, the the Crest Center is a fantastic place for basketball games, mm-hmm. both women's and men's games. Yeah, um, I, I think that it's it's not a bad idea. I mean, Green Bay as a city just does just have the Packers sure. and then the minor league hockey team. So mm-hmm. playing at the Rush is a smart idea, I guess, because like you want to be like the the you team mean the Crest for the Center, area. not the Rush Center. I'm t- I'm talking about the Rush Center, but yeah. I'm but I'm saying that if 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 they got to the point where they wanted to move just to the rush center, yeah, oh, they could do that. It wouldn't be the worst idea. No, I mean, I'd want some amenities around it because obviously, like, I mean, the campus is pretty quiet and mm-hmm. pretty sleepy mm-hmm. around the the Crest Center, but it was, it would be a good home. Like the building itself, the arena itself would be good homes for the you know, the men's basketball program. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it hasn't hurt the women's basketball program. They've been doing just fine. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, and I mean, well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, like you said, the and they've played four and the, and the men have played four games at the Crest Center this year already. Um, maybe uh, maybe a little bit of home field advantage, they're hoping, because they were 3-1 and run, three and one at the Crest Center uh, this season. So um, definitely right. something that they want to – um, one other thing I should point out, and this is, um, and I didn't even realize that this was a thing because um, one of the things with the CIT is that they have different themed, like I guess they have what they call classic games. Um, I believe, if I'm not, if I if I remember correctly, one of the CIT games is dubbed the John McClendon Classic, um, and this partic- yeah. and th- this one right, this game, uh, this game that Green Bay played. Um, was dubbed the Hugh Durham Classic, um, which I didn't know. Um, so that's going to be and, and Sandy Cohen was named the MVP of that game too, by the way. Um, yeah, so uh, so Hugh Durham apparently um, he was the uh, coach. He coached in a number of different places. So I mean, this, that's kind of his, uh, you know, that that's his signature uh, signature game. So um, th- this next game, of course, is is not, is not labeled. So it's just a you know, second round of the CIT, basically. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's uh, so that that's going to be an interesting contest. I mean, we're talking about a you're you're talking about a, a Florida international team that uh, that ha, ha, it, it is you know scores in bunches. I mean, they 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 average eighty two point six eighty two and a half eighty two point six points a game. Um, and that's they're they're in the top twenty in Division One in scoring, so it, it's for as much scoring as Green Bay did last game. They're definitely going to have to put in uh, put in uh, put in points next next game. 
Dare dare we say it's time for some RP40? Oh, yes, yes. To get running down. I mean, you know, you have a coach that's with with Link Darner, you have a coach who is, you know, he's basically, he's, he's made to, to coach in this kind of situation in the high, in the, in the running game. You know, he's, he, he'll, I, I think Green Bay moves on. I do. I think FI, I think FIU, yeah. they, they score a ton. Yeah, they do. But, but. The problem is they all, look at they're, they're, they're not, they're, the they're season. Their uh, Florida International's yeah. defense is not great. <laughs> They're giving up almost eighty points a game. So I mean, yeah, right. And look at Green Bay yeah. when Green Bay scores a lot of points, they uh-huh. tend to do pretty well. Absolutely, and they got the fi- and they have the firepower to do it. They've got everybody on that so, bench yeah. who can who can do who can go in. They got Cohen. They got McLeod. You know, they got Tank Hemphill. You know, Cody Schwartz, Josh McNair. I mean, PJ Pipes. Ham Kinkerson. Cam Hankers. I mean, yeah, and we've talked about it. we've talked about the you know Green Bay's ability to have and that's to get any one of those guys if they get going, you know, they can step up. It doesn't just have to be Sandy Cohen. So that is, I I, I like their chances, uh, Green Bay. I do. Um, the one person they're definitely going to have to uh, they're definitely going to have to clamp down uh, again uh, for FIU. Um, the guard, their guard, Brian Beard, senior. Um, so he, yeah. he's he's their he's he's their top guy. He's the uh, you know he's averaging seventeen points. He's got six assists. Um, he's he's stealing the ball almost three a game. I mean he led the, he led Conference USA in that category. So um, I'm going to be very interested in seeing kind of how that shakes out. So I, I'm I'm really on it too. I I think I. I want good news yes. for this conference. The, yes. Well, well I, I'm I mean, putting my power it, of positivity behind them. And if you look at, and if yeah, I, this moving on to next year, um, because I think the I, I think we've finally gotten to a point where the dark days of the Horizon League have finally reached their end. I, am, I I that's a bold statement for me to make. Me a um, me a a complete cynic. At this moment in time, and you know, being a Cleveland State fan, who can you blame me? But no, but given what we have coming back next year, given the given the talent that we have next year, top to bottom, I think this is a you know, I think we are finally reaching the dawn of a brand new day in the Horizon League. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Yes, the, the sun has. The sun has risen on the Horizon League again, <laughs> so to speak. Um, unfortunately, we got to uh, yeah. The, so so as, as much hype as we want to have for you know what's going on uh, with with Green Bay and the prospect of next year, and we could talk a little bit. Obviously, we could talk a little. We're definitely going to be ta- talking about it with the fans next year, next week uh, and the week after. So that's going to be a that's going to be a fun conversation. Um, uh, but I did want to kind of touch on obviously. Um, the <laughs> Northern Kentucky, um, mm-hmm. who was played against Texas Tech in, on in the first round of the NCAA tournament on Friday, um, wasn't a great showing. Um, <laughs> the 
I, I want to say that the first half, you know, the the fact that um, because they because Norris did not shoot the ball well at all, no, <laughs> at all. Um, that they were able to get within that they were only down by four in the first half and at in, in the at the end of at halftime that they were only down four is a minor miracle um so that was that was yeah but uh, yeah it, but in the end um you know in the end you know, they just couldn't get it going i mean they texas tech basically um you know they st- their game plan was to to was to lock down drew mcdonald was to lock down jalen tate and they did a great job at it I mean, yes, just no no two ways around it. I mean, you're, you're you know Tate and McDonald, you know you're you know they 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 shot, oh my god, two for twenty four for twenty five, in that game, and they hit no three pointers. Drew McDonald was struggling beyond the arc. He, he Drew McDonald was struggling pretty much everywhere. Yeah, they, they really. Uh, I felt like Tyler Sharp was like the best player they Tyler had. Tyler Sharp game. was the best player. He was. I mean, he was. Uh, he, he finished with twenty three points. He was. Yeah, he was definitely the bright spot for them, and, and they really had absolutely no answer for Jared Culver from Texas Tech. They had no answer for the guy. I mean, he was. He basically he was jumping out of the gym, um, and it was and it showed. It really did. I mean, you had to you know. He fin- you know, Culver finished, you know, finished with 29 points. He had eight rebounds, all of them on the defensive side, by the way. Um, he was just, he, 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 it was just too much for him. I mean, it really was. Um, so that was, that was it. <laughs> that was the, that was, we were hoping for better results, but I mean, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes the shots aren't falling and the, the shots just were not falling for, for the Norse. So, um, so unfortunately for them, their, their season is over, um, which actually leads me to, to, you know, kind of the, uh, a couple of questions. Um, so now that you, you, you've seen the end of the Drew McDonald era, um, yeah. where does the, where do the Norse go from here? What, what do they look like next year without Drew McDonald? Um, well, like, like I brought, I brought up uh, Tyler Sharp as a player yeah. that you can build, build around and they probably will. They've got, and that's 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 fine. Um, you know, the, really, what you want them focusing on uh-huh. is is plugging holes. Yeah, I think you get a guy who's kind of like him in a way. Yeah, uh, like you get a you get a guy who can fight that you know play that like kind of like power forward shooter. You know that that big player that that McDonald is. You know you go and you get a guy like him as a JUCO to kind of fit the spot. I haven't I haven't gotten. Well, let me ask into- you this though, because oh. obviously you know we've seen spots where Drew McDonald hasn't been in, and they've you know kind of filled in him in the aggregate. Um, you know sometimes with Chris Vaught, um, Chris Vaught. Um, and they also have the freshman Adrian Nelson, as well. So, yes. would it, it it to me it would you know it stands to reason with those guys still in the, on the roster that um, you have the opportunity to be able to kind of um, kind of work around not having Drew McDonald, and also helps a great deal. You still have a solid core 
for uh, you really have a solid core for Northern Kentucky. You still have Tyler Sharp. I mean that that guy's going to be your leader next year. Um, you still have Dantez Walton. You still have Jalen Tate. You still have Trey Faulkner. I mean, or do they? I can't. They're remember. fine. Uh, I mean, they have, I know they have Tate. Yeah, but you definitely have Tate, and you definitely have Sharp. I mean, you it's have the next a, guy up scenario. This yeah. is this is how programs get better exactly. is that they 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 do well. Yeah. But like the Horizon League being a somewhat down of what they were, this is what you want is somebody who's gonna, yeah. you know, you want them to to find a place, you know, f- find find a guy to fill the hole, plug the mm-hmm. holes. Don't don't do it. And you know. Don't don't feel bad about McDonald, you know, having a crappy end to his career. Um, in the Sweet 16 in 05, you know, Ed McCants had been Horizon League Player of the Year, and yeah. he he just he just couldn't find the bottom yeah. of the net against Illinois. Well, I mean, I mean they, Joe, well, yeah, Joe Tucker I mean, did great. He had he 31. Just had a bad, he just had a bad game. I mean, seri- yeah. I mean, and it, it 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 happens to the best of them. I mean, Fletcher McGee, who incidentally passed. Uh, Oakland's Travis Bader for the most uh, three pointers. I wanted to uh, point that out. He didn't shoot. He didn't hit a single three pointer in his uh, second round game. Not a single one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it happens to the best of you. It happens to the best of us. So I mean, you know, Drew had a bad. Drew McDonald had a bad game. You know, I'm sure that uh, you know, to, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, I guess we just kind of move on to, you know, Northern Kentucky can kind of move on to next year. Um, although, I have a question. Um, yeah. Because as I understand it, um, as I understand it, and I might be wrong, Alabama just got rid of, uh, I want to say Alabama just got rid of uh, Avery Johnson. Um, Did they really? I am... I want to double check that. Yes, he is absolutely. So, you, so you're naturally thinking that John Brandon's a candidate. Ding, you are correct. Job. Yeah. Is he now? He now. Truth be told, he hasn't exactly. You know, the, his name hasn't popped up yet. Um, but we do know that uh, that John Brandon definitely has some ties to Alabama. Um, correct. So that's definitely going to be something, although. I, although let's face it, there there's a lot of different names out there that may or may not, you know, there there may be there may or may not be may not come up come together, um, but we'll see. Um, I'm I'm going to be interested in seeing if that's that's going to happen. If if when they're in the middle of their search in Alabama, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna give they're gonna give John Brandon a call. I mean, now I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Um, it might. I mean, you know, Brandon just just signed that uh, signed that uh, signed that contract extension, so um, theoretically he could stay. But again, at the same time, it's Alabama. So I mean, and not and not Alabama. Hold on, it's Alabama basketball. It's, it's Alabama like basketball. Uh, uh, okay, uh, to be okay, Indiana. it's Alabama Indiana. basketball, oh, which it's... isn't like Alabama football. It's not like Nick Saban's calling you and saying drop everything and come to my football team. No, but it is, but again, it, it is, you know, there's a fami- there's an air of familiarity there for John Brandon. Um, 
which I think is the is what you need to really stress if, if this is something that you that you yeah. think is the you know going to happen or could happen. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the key component there. That there there's an air of familiarity there. And so, the question I would look into if I'm a Northern Kentucky fan, I'm worried about losing my coach. Is who's the AD? Was he the AD when Brandon was there? Because um, if you because you know coaches will go for familiarity. Yeah. The other thing, I what would make me feel okay about it is that honestly, I don't really see Alabama as being the kind of school that will necessarily go with the guy that they find familiar. Um, incidentally, um, John Brandon was uh, Ken Bodoff is the guy who brought John Brandon in. That, that John Brandon is Ken Bodoff's guy. No, I mean, I mean, I mean at, at the AD at Alabama. Ah, gotcha. Is is the AD at Alabama somebody who is familiar with John Brennan? I in a way that Brennan is familiar with Alabama. That's what I want to know. Good question. Um, I don't I don't rightly know, of course. So let 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 me quick do a uh, mm-hmm. a quick a quick search. A quick search, yes. Alabama athletic director. Who is the Alabama? We should know who the Al- wait. I should know who that Greg- is. Greg Greg Byrne. Greg Byrne, yeah. It's right in front of me. I'm looking at that, yeah. He was the AD at Arizona, the AD at Mississippi State from 08 to 10, an associate AD there. He's previously been associate AD at Kentucky and Oregon State. So the the reason I bring this up, look at who our coach is right now, Pat Baldwin. Yes. Who knows Pat Baldwin? Amanda Braun worked at Green Bay with Pat Baldwin. So there was familiarity there. Yes. And you go with somebody you're familiar with. That is true. So now, how long it, is, it, now it, let me ask you this. How long has Greg Byrne been at happen. How long was Greg Byrne at uh at Alabama? How long has Greg Byrne been at Alabama? He's only he's only been there for two years. Okay. So, so he his his time at Alabama so he Unless was, John Brandon was at Mississippi State for like no, from oh six to two thousand ten. He was not. No. John Brandon had actually been John Brennan had actually not been. He, he was at North. He, he was, at, yeah, he was at. Uh, wow, he's yeah, he's never been at Mississippi State. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's never been there. Um, so, but there is, there's actually because you know, he was, he left Alabama to take the Northern Kentucky job before Byrne got there. So there, there's probably not. I, I don't know if there's any familiarity there at all. So, so maybe so, but and again, I think when you have some, you know, I guess this is something you have to think about when you're John Brandon. It's like, is this the? I mean, we just saw, you know, we just saw a, a mid-major coach jump into, you know, jump into a Power Five conference and then summarily no longer be there. Looking at you, Bryce Drew over at Vanderbilt. Yeah. Sometimes the grass is not greener on the other side. The money is greener, but the grass may not be. Well, I, I will say this: there's people. I mean, people may not. I mean, they didn't fire Bryce, right? Oh no, he got fired. What? Wow, you haven't. Been... This, look, this, this shows you guys. This shows guys <laughs> just how. Like, yeah, how he had... I, I didn't even notice. He was zero and eighteen in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah, in and, like and year. Yeah. Didn't matter. Yeah, su- didn't matter. Yeah, I suppose it makes sense. It didn't matter because they Vanderbilt 
Vanderbilt's a special case. It's like Northwestern in the Big Ten. Like, it just doesn't... It's an academic school. Skip Bayless is their big sports guy who's in... Who's in a mean, Jay Cutler aside, but like, I mean, this is Vanderbilt we're talking about. We're not talking about like. Oh, jeez! Wow. I didn't realize they went zero and eighteen. Yeah, they ran the table in reverse. That was fun. Yeah, they uh, they yeah, they were zero and eighteen. Um, I mean, yeah, Vanderbilt's kind of interesting because you probably you well, but the thing is with Vanderbilt is that they did have some level of success not you know were they were they you know going up against florida every year no but they weren't going 0 and 18 in the conference either so so yeah yeah so bryce drew's out yeah um <laughs> but that, that's the situation you're looking at at this point and then and so you look at potentially not just you know not just john brannon but some of the some of the other coaches with within the Horizon League, John Brannon, potentially Scott Nagy, um, you know, you, you kind of look at it, and you know, it, the next mo- couple of months is going to be pretty interesting in terms of uh, kind of the the coaching carousel, if you will. Um, well, not just the coaching carousel, but you also have to you you also see all kind of you know the transfers and all that good stuff. Kinda what's What's interesting forward. to me is Bryce's brother Scott. When yes. he left Alpha for Baylor, it took him a long time to get Baylor going. Baylor was also obviously a, well. Baylor was a much better. Situation. Oh man, that was, yeah, that yeah he he was gonna <laughs> get a pass there. So yeah, he was gonna get the pass. Um, so I mean, okay? thankfully, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately for Bryce, they didn't have the you know a terrible scandal. I guess oh. that would insulate him, but. I, mean, I you know what I still I still like, remember that because like, I saw the because I saw the the because I saw the documentary on the on the Baylor situation with uh you know with with and it was absolutely insane. You wanna you wanna know a uh, uh, really it was just nuts. Yeah. I can't believe. I mean, I, yeah. Um, that, Amanda, so, Amanda Braun, like a month after becoming AD at UWM. Yeah, shows. One of the Baylor documentaries. I think it was the thirty for thirty they did on it. Oh geez, yeah. She shows it in front of the entire athletic department staff. Okay, I'd love to know why. Like, like a month after she gets there, she shows them the documentary, and then points out the guy that did the whistleblowing on the other coaches. Yeah, who by the way has gotten completely blackballed by everyone. And the funny thing with that was, it's like, um, if you if you if you saw some of the interviews with some of the some of the big name coaches, it's like, you know, it was a far more egregious sin to you know to drop a dime on a guy than the you know. Well, there's definitely some kind of a. I'm sorry, you know. Definitely, it, definitely on, there's definitely on some level there's this really weird like there's this boys club that they that they like like keep everything in the circle and if you're in the circle you're protected kind of thing. It's but insane. the reason and, I brought and, and, it up, yeah, wow, I brought up after starting her jobs, like, hey guys, if you're seeing something, blow the whistle. Like, like she's trying to like get people to blow the whistle much on like life, yeah. What she's what she's doing in there is she's trying to get people to you know flip on like Rob Jeter, and she 
like, and uh, so she finished the 30 for 30. Yeah. And then she starts grilling Jeter in front of the staff. What? And asking, oh, wow. yeah, asking him all these questions about, like, do you think it's, it's, it's right for, you know, a coach to do that? And Jeter's like, the guy fucking covered up a murder. Like, what are you, I like, know. come on. This is where we figured out. That's insane. And I was, I was told about this by somebody who does not, did not work in men's basketball. Yeah. I, this wasn't like, you know, like a, like a Jeter or one of his assistants being like, man, oh, you, no. you gotta, I can't believe what Amanda Braun just did, like, in this. Th- sure. She literally throws this 30 for 30 and then grills him, like, oh, like man. she's like, trying to find out if That's this guy's like covering up murder or some crazy shit. Wow. Was just, that is, it, that is, that is insane. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a, oh, yeah. that's a well-run ship over there. <laughs> if, you're ever, if you're ever wondering, like, what are the crazy-ass things? At least your athletic department isn't being run by a cardboard cutout at this point. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the, yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I surprised you with all these coaching changes that you weren't aware of. Um, so, so, so now you're up to date. Now I'm updated. Now, now you're updated. Um, so I, I wanted to get back. I, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, about the NIT game between Wright State and, and Clemson. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I, I saw way more. I, I saw way more of David Scara that game than I thought I was going to see. You did. I did. I did. Um, yeah. The that that was a winnable game for for Wright State. That really was. Um, it just in the end, it, it, they just ran out of gas. So the, I, I, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I really do think, um, that Scott Nagy has definitely, um, like John Brandon, Scott Nagy has definitely, um, put the pieces together for, for some long-term success over at Wright State. Um, and he's still got that core left. He's still got he's got Wampler. He's got Gentry. He's absolutely still got Loud and Love on that. Um, yeah, he's been will be lo- miss, missing a couple of guys. He, he's going to be missing. So you know, Ernsthausen is graduating. Um, I think Mark Hughes is also graduating. Uh, Vest is graduating. But he's bringing those guys are leaving. But then you still have uh, you still have Malachi Smith and you have Skylar Potter. Not to be confused with Skylar Quisenberry, who doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, Skylar Quisenberry. Uh, okay, there, there's your Jimmy joke for the day. Being told by Bob, outstanding. How the hell did that happen? Um, so, so when you when I looked at when I kind of look at at, at kind of the and again it was you know it was a two seven matchup. I mean there was there were some opportunities there for for Wright State. Um, yes, it, there were. It, it was. It, it just wasn't meant to be. So, man. So Brad Brennell gets gets revenge. You know, gets revenge on his old school, even though he left for Clemson himself voluntarily. Well, I mean, it's kind of like I, I I looked at that game as being something where Wright State fans could get some catharsis for being at a stepping stone school, like all of us are. Sure. You know, I like when. Uh, like Bruce Pearl's first game as Auburn head coach was against us. Yeah, and we really wanted that fucking game. 
like I wanted that game just to be a kind of a you know hey thanks for abandoning us we're fucking yeah. better than you like that's what I wanted yeah. we didn't get it because one of their guys broke Akeem Springs hand and we ended up losing the game but fun that was just yeah but you know an NIT is still good yeah and then I mean still something hey let's you know the, there was a possibility that you know we weren't gonna see any team they, we were gonna see any Horizon League team in the NIT at all. So I mean, but but it is what it is. And by the way, um, I, as I said, you know, we I saw way more of David Scar than I thought. Um, he finished the game with 16 points. He was uh, four of eight from three point range. He had nine rebounds. Yeah, it's like uh, it's so. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. We uh, you know, David Scar, of course, you know David Scar. We were you know was at Valpo before Valpo bounced to the Valley. So you know we we saw him all the time and. We saw him one more time, messing with uh, messing with Wright State. <laughs> but yeah, he was that third key component. He was that third element because I know last episode I talked a lot about Marquise Reed. Um, he definitely did what he needed to do. He was a uh, he was all over the place. He he led everybody with twenty four. So uh, so that was uh, that they were able to do that. Um, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, it was in the end. It was you know. It just seemed to me it was kinda, not to be. It was not to be. So better luck next year. I, and again, I think um, I think Wright State as well. Um, I think they're they're in they're in a good position next year as well because they have they have that core coming back, and then they have those freshman kids Smith and Skylar Potter, who are you know who are they you know they show what they could do this year. They've got a year on their belts. You know, it it it's a you know I. Wright State's probably in. I would contend that Wright State's probably in a little better position than Northern Kentucky is next year. I do, just with what they have coming back. Agreed. So, um, so, it, it, yeah, like I said, it's. I think the the dark day. I, I I could see the path. The dark days of the horizon. The the you know it's darkest before dawn, and you know, so and the sun pokes over the horizon league once more. I guess, or for the first time, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I don't know. That's I'm, I'm an idiot, so don't pay attention to me. Uh, I, he, he says 40 minutes into the podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, you guys, please, you guys have been listening long enough. You guys, you guys know the drill already. You know, you know that's. But yeah, but it's true. I think uh, I, I do think um, just with you know who's coming back, you know. It's going to be again top to bottom a better league next year, and um, how much better remains to be seen. I think that's going to be, but but I I like the way I I do like the direction that the that the conference is going at this point. Finally, me too. A- after yeah. two years in the doldrums, I'm 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 looking forward to next year in the Horizon League. I really am, and I, I and I and maybe and maybe just maybe. Um, you know, we finally get to a point where, you know, where where conference teams are back winning, winning, back winning, um, tournament games. That's the end goal, and I think with the talent that this conference has, that shouldn't be an issue. There, that should be a realistic goal to get when. When the Ohio Valley is putting multiple teams in the tournament, yeah. it's time to start really looking at what we're doing and yeah. 
see how we can change it. I think we need. To, I think we really need to start pursuing more of these challenges. Yeah. So we're not. So our Youngstown states aren't filling up their schedule with Hiram College yeah. and Wabash. Well, well, Jimmy, you got your wish. We're doing. You know, starting in 2020, the Horizon League is doing their their challenge with the Summit League. You called that. Also, you called that six months ago, and you called it yeah. six months ago, and lo and behold, you know they made the announcement. They're gonna. I think it's what two games each for uh, for each school against the uh, Summit League team. I mean, it, it's it's funny the pushback you get for that. I'm like, well, has, first first of all, to be, sorry, God. Yeah, it's like first of all, I mean, how many, how often were you winning to begin with? Second of all, it's not like you know. If you're playing the bottom of the Summit League, if you're playing a team at the bottom of the Summit League, what's that say about you? Um, right. That says more about you than it says about them. Um, I look forward to our games against Western Illinois. <laughs> or whoever's at the bottom of the Summit League. The bottom of the Summit League. Yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation about where that where where, where Milwaukee is heading because that's a... Uh, that is an interesting situation over there, um, but I didn't want. But I I didn't want to f- want want IUPUI to feel slighted because they too were in the CIT, but they lost too. That's an interesting situation over there at 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 Pui-Pui. at IUPUI because you still have because next year you still have Cameron Justice, but I I don't know. I mean they they kind of sputtered at the end of the year. Um, I don't. That's a that's a team that's going to have some. IUPUI is a team that's going to have some question marks. Um, while while many of the other teams in the conference are going to get better, I I don't know about that one. I don't know about I. It, we'll, we'll probably have to have a conversation about what what the story is with with with, with IUPUI moving forward because um, it, it was not a good end for them at the end to close out the season. Although they did make you know. Although they did you know. They did finish above 500, and they did. Uh, they did go to a. They, you know, they they did. Just, I'm sorry, they did not finish above 500. Thanks to their loss in the CIT, they finished 16 and 17. Crud. Yep. So. So that's gonna be. Yeah, I'm. You know that that. Yeah, I I I see some. I I see kind of how they're working. Um. Is it something? I don't know. That, that's definitely gonna be a conversation. Uh. With. With IPY. The future is bright in the Horizon League. <laughs> the future is bright in the Horizon League. You sound so sure of that. I sound so sure of that. <laughs> I do think so. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can. But again, Cameron Justice is a guy you could. You know, he is a a star you can build around. So at least they yes. have that going for them. Um, so I think that that is something that they get. They, that's something that they can definitely kind of hang their hat on, and I, I really, um, oh crud! I gotta, I gotta remember is Jalen Manette is coming back next year, right? I think he is. I, I, I don't think, so. I, yeah, because he's a, he's the other guy you want to you know make sure that he's definitely the other guy who uh, definitely kind of helps uh, IUPUI moving forward as well. So. But I guess we'll. But I guess we'll see. But again, like I said, top to bottom, it's going to be a much tougher league next year, and it's going to be not a. You know, we're not going to have to sit here and just lament how how god awful the Horizon League is, is here. Yes, mark my words on. Mark my words. I said that, and then you know, if it doesn't happen that way, you can all tell me I was talking out of my ass again. I'm good with that, by the way. 
I'm good with it. Believe me, I've had Cleveland State fans telling me I'm talking out of my ass for the last month, so nothing I'm not used to, guys. Nothing I'm not used to. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, with that, um, that kind of, that, I, unless there's no, there's nothing else, uh, by the way, did you figure out the, uh, the, 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 the cereal that this French Toast Crunch tastes most like? I know that was kind of um, during the, uh. See, I was, I wanted to keep saying Golden Grams. Golden Grams. Golden Grams. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a yellow box too. Okay. That makes sense. Um, hmm. um. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. Really? Okay. That makes sense too. Okay, so I, I was thinking I was thinking yellow box when I was really meant yellow cereal. Yellow cereal, okay. That then Captain Crunch well, like, would regular the regular Captain Crunch is what French toast crunch tastes like. Interesting. Okay, well then um then I, I will have to probably I, I may end up having to seek that out this week to make a comparison. Just just for I'm sure you can find it at Walmart. I'm sure I can find it at Walmart. So all right. All right, so um, that's going to wrap it up here for us. Again, remember next week and the week after, we've got our uh, we've got the Fan Battle Royale. We're looking forward to that. And as always, uh, you can find episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on SportsHacks.com, H-A-X.com. And you can find us uh, where, any, where uh, podcasts are available. So, uh, And that's everywhere. <laughs> it's literally everywhere. So... Um, so that's going to do it for us, and uh, well, I want to say thanks for listening. <laughs>